The following program is intended for mature audiences. You're listening to Bottom Shelf Recording Talk. Sounds boring. Oh my, yeah. With your hosts, James Seabrook. Okay, you were paying attention, but the idea is clear in my head, but translating it into English is not. That's brutal. I understand the hypocrisy. And Joey Roach. I don't even know what you do. I was just told you were the man. Some people would say I'm overconfident. That could be my ego talking, though. I'm trying to think of the right word. Oh. Yeah. Must be a tough word. Next subject. Uh, you're bored with this one? You don't hear us gassing on about it. Give you in the horn. I don't think it means what you think it means. By the way, you know, when you're when you're telling these little stories, you have a big mouth. Here's a good idea. What are you even talking about? Have a point. Why are you airing personal matters with complete strangers? It makes it so much more interesting for the listener. So planes, trains, and automobiles has to be one of my favorite movies of all time. This is a lot of movies. And well, <laughs> it's so good though. Yeah. It, it, it like so many movies today are based off of what it was, what it tried to be, or they try to be a modern version of it. Uh, I just love it. Anyway, that's right. That's a good I keep one. I keep using. Well, yeah, it's Steve Martin, right? Yeah. I keep using that clip in so many things, and people don't call me on it, so I just keep doing it. Is that the one where he goes, uh, stop calling me Shirley? Shirley, you can do something. No, that's no, airplane. That, airplane. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's airplane. Yeah, you're just you're just that, that slight generation. The generation, right? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not so clear. <laughs> All good. Um, so, okay, so today, to bring everybody up to speed that um, happens to be, unfortunately, listening, um, I am <clears throat> sans Joey today. He is in another city taking a course... Um, for to learn something he already knows how to do, but he needs the certification for work. So he's not here. I am joined by. <laughs> I am. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Hold on, hold on. That that was just that. That wasn't an awkward pause to get you guys to talk. That was an awkward pause. I forgot what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> so it's nine now. Initially, it's after nine. I know. I know. Good morning to all you people listening at night, um, because that's when this airs. Uh, So I brought on uh, Garrett James from Renders Music uh, to wander through, and I I plan to um, ask you a bunch of questions. Cool. Uh, And as is becoming a regular thing... Uh, sorry, I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> Glenn Allen has joined us. Um, you called me 15 minutes before nine to let yeah. me know you were on your way. Well, yeah, because so you know, yeah. Well, you know, it's good to have a good to have an ensemble cast, right? Heck yeah, it's great to be here. <laughs> okay, so normally what Joey and I do is is we have a list of topics and we just kind of peanut gallery our way through them. Cool. Um, there's no limitations. I know I haven't prepped you for this. That's why I'm doing it on air. Okay. Um, there's no restrictions. We already have the explicit tag. So, oh, right um, on. If cool. your mother's listening, please, you know, turn off the radio now. Uh, <laughs> if you're worried about Garrett saying something, get um, the children out of the room. Uh, children can stay in the room. Okay. Yeah, they need to hear this kind of stuff. They do. Um, That's true. <laughs> Toughen them up. Yeah. So, so don't feel don't feel like you have to choose your words carefully. Or I probably would forget anyways and just say things, <laughs> even if I wasn't supposed to. <laughs> so you're in the perfect spot. Cool. Because we forget all the time. Cool. <laughs> okay. 
Um, yeah, like I said, the, the reason the reason I brought you on today, Garrett, is because Joey's gone, Sweet. and I need someone to talk to. And you've been working around the studio a lot in the last couple months now. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was a great opportunity to bring you in, talk to you about what it is that you do, um, how you got into all this stuff, and maybe train wreck into whatever conversations come along, because cool, I man. tend not to stay on topic very well. <laughs> Are you the graduate? No. Oh. No, I haven't technically graduated anything. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, <laughs> technically. <laughs> technically, yeah. Right on a kindred. <laughs> um, so let's start off with... Um, Let's start off with your business because you are, business. you are, um, a self-employed audio engineer Yes, and you work under the name renders music. That's right. Yeah. Uh, how did that get started? Still not a business. That's one thing that's on my list to do this next couple of weeks. Is, uh, <laughs> how do you, how do you mean it's not a business? Oh, I just mean it's not, I have, I don't have a business license yet. You don't need one. No, nope. you don't need in one. The, in, yeah. the, in the city of Edmonton, if you're working out of your home in an artistic type of business like this, yeah. On random different contracts, you don't need a business. No way. Yeah. Okay. You, so, um, so what that that talk that we were having about a couple weeks ago, you talk we were talking about taxes, like that whole thing. You um, you are considered um, as far as the Canadian tax uh, the Canadian tax legislation blah whatever. What they Lawyers don't know won't me. hurt them. Not true. Well, no, I know. Um, <laughs> the 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 idea is you are a you are a contractor for hire. So it's like uh, it's it's basically like a tradesman. Right. The tradesmen happen to get happen oh, okay. to get business through their union, and they get hired on mass. You have to go out and find your own work anyway. But you're an artistic home business, and as far as the city is concerned, and as far as as um, the Canadian tax whatever is concerned. So even if I make fifty grand next year, even if you make I, fifty grand next year, you you file as unless you want to incorporate. That's where the difference yeah. is i think but you don't need to incorporate because there's no need to incorporate okay so um so are you saying that i don't need to be paying taxes no you still need to be paying taxes you just file as a sole proprietor okay because well, when you, i when i was you, actually you file your normal taxes i think and i think they're on to me anyways so i should probably do that but you haven't made any money. Well, like I, everything, everything, <laughs> everything should be a write-off. No, I know, but <laughs> oh, that's a totally one hundred percent. But when I was uh, when I did my my when I did a quick file with my Turbo taxes mm. or, or on TurboTax or whatever, um, uh, it automatically generated a new a slip that said business activities. It was a T mm. something or whatever. T twenty one twenty five. Yeah. And it, and it, and and so when you when you download your slips from the CRA because you can do that automatically now, it had my T four my T four E, RSP contributions, all those things automatically download. And then there's one left blank that said business activities. Yeah. I don't know. Not that it I downloaded sh- it automatically. Yes. Yeah. And that's so they know. That's your that's little, what I'm saying. Yeah. They know. Yeah. It doesn't matter though. You you fill that you you you. Put follow, the little, follow the little. So just just fill it in. Put yeah, it just in. Put in some in. numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Put in. Put in how much money you made. Yeah. Put in like that T twenty one twenty five e. That is your form to your statement of income and loss. Okay. Um, for your business, and so you 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 state how much you made. Okay. And if if there's ways to break it down, then you break it down, and then you state you you state how much your expenses were, and they just balance the balance they balance themselves. Well, then out. maybe I'll just fill it out so then I can cover be covering my butt. Anyways. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's that's just it. Like there's there's no there's no need to have a 
business yeah. license unless you're operating out of a business location. Like okay, a commercial. In the city. Ah. Yeah. That's right. Like I have a business license here. Right. And because so because, in, right, right. This is your, this is you. Right, cool. I'm a, I, and I have to pay business taxes because I have a location. Right. You're working out of your home. Right. Your, your your primary studio is in your home. And yeah. So you don't, you pay, you already pay home taxes. You don't need to pay twice. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, okay. and lots, you would be, you would be lumped in with authors, musicians, right. basket weavers. Um, well, that's yeah, what my mom was saying. So she still, she still, she doesn't have a business license, but she's an author and that's, and she is saying that she still files. She still, she still puts her income. And her yeah. expenses. If you're a publisher, um, and you use your name, uh, apparently if you use like say Glenn, Glenn Scott music or whatever, and you're a publisher and you, you don't make over $60,000 in Canada a year, you don't have to have a business license. Oh, but if to- your name's something different, different than your name and you're a publisher, but that's that's where that's where the incorporation comes in, right? Yeah, like if, yeah. if if you're a sole proprietor, like I'm I'm a sole proprietor. Yeah. Uh, my business name is James Seabrook. Yeah. <laughs> but I operate because I have because I do have a business license. I my, my my business license my business name on the license is James Seabrook operating as Two Bodies of Water Productions. Mm-hmm. But James Seabrook is what my business name actually because that's a sole proprietor. Is. Yeah, business. It took me two months to realize that James C. Brook, dude, I got that bodies of water. I got that, and I got that in like the first couple of days. Yeah, and then see, I was it took like, me a month. I, and then I was like, I was so proud of myself too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and James was like, Yeah, I'm like, oh, you're not like stoked that I guessed that, <laughs> like, dude. Yeah, my, my mother didn't even guess. Yeah, it. that's what yeah, you're saying. I had to explain yeah. it to her, and and and, and she is a brilliant woman in many ways, but that is not one of them. No. Author herself. Is that right? Yeah. Cool, man. Yeah. Does she live in uh, Saskatchewan still? Or uh, Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Published? Um, self-published. Yep. Um, she's won a couple of writing awards, um, but never had, a, never had a traditional publishing thing. But she didn't really start taking it seriously until well, the last seven or eight years. Um, nice. and now she sells, she sells in the neighborhood of four or 500 books a month. Sweet. Man. Oh, it, yeah, awesome. she's, she's, she's outselling the average Canadian author. What's her um, name? Uh, she writes under Sheila Seabrook. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Now it, it's <clears throat> for all you listening. If in, in, I'll, I'll tell my mom that she'll be, in case you're cool. interested in looking her up, she writes romance and women's fiction. Oh, okay. So may not be, there's a lot of money may in that not, though. Yeah, uh, well, like, I mean, enough. But it may not be the um, the ideal. It's not what. Yeah, it's not like yeah. oh, the, 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 this the kind of stuff that we would be reading. Yeah. <laughs> although, although um, <clears throat> the first book that she published was actually written. This is me tuning my own horn. Was based off of a song that I wrote when I was sixteen. Cool. Yeah, yeah. it is cool. Yeah. The yeah, first she, book that my mom published, she dedicated the butterflies to me. Nice. <laughs> the butterflies in the book. <laughs> since we're since we're nothing like a butterfly. I know. What do you um? What, what does your mom write? And what does she write under? Catherine Simmons. So Catherine her maiden Simmons, okay. her maiden name. Yeah, yeah. And so she she published uh, her first novel, um, probably fifteen years ago, and it was called A Fine Daughter, and uh, it made it to the Canadian bestsellers list. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I it's have in, trouble it was in chapters and indigo and all that. That's fantastic. Yeah, 
Yeah, and she's she's just kind of, uh, and she's working on another one. She takes like nine years to write a book, but that's <laughs> the kind of writer she is. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah I've, I've been told I've been told that the modern self publisher yeah. needs to be publishing three to four or more books a year. Oh, I, I well, imagine to, to, to oh yeah to totally. be able to compete with the with the digital marketplace. Oh wow, is right, that right? Yeah. Just spit them out. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, some of the best selling Amazon authors. Um, they're almost a book a month. What do you think of uh, SoundCloud getting bought by Sony? Did they actually? Did that actually go that through? That happened, and they changed the site, and I pulled a lot of my stuff out because Sony, like, they're thieves, right? I don't. Well, know that I, I shouldn't understand say that. that the site's changed, like the, well, the or the app, or if I was running Sony, I would buy it too. That's a great asset. But yeah. that's the thing is they were they've been they've been hemorrhaging movie uh, hemorrhaging money for years. I know SoundCloud. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. Um, yeah. The, 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 it looks the same. I just brought it up on my laptop. Here. Yeah. No, I know it looks the same. But there's a instead of it being there's a freemium thing like free, yeah. you know, and now there's a bunch of stuff that's taken away from you as a user. Okay. Unless you pay monthly. Well, and, and you know what? That's um, that's where it needed to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, that's where it, that's where the whole thing needed to go because SoundCloud, it, it was it was awesome, but it wasn't making money, which means it's costing somebody money, which means things need to change, right? I can play the picture game too. This shot is not nearly as cool. <laughs> mine wasn't very cool. I think hey, it was, man, a, nice it was shot. a selfie-less selfie. <laughs> selfie-less selfie. That's what mine it's a was. nice shot, man. Uh, okay, let's let's spin this back. Yeah, See, word. Staying on topic is tough. <laughs> um, <laughs> coffee, by the way, is just killer. It is. It's really it's good. It's so good. It really is. The amount of cream and sugar that you guys put in, I don't know how you can <laughs> taste the coffee. <laughs> well, yeah. like I'm drinking it. I'm drinking it black. And I agree, it tastes good. But it really tastes no, good. No, it is. Today. It's nice. Oh, it's man. just it's just McDonald's coffee. No, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. It's good. Just wow. <laughs> well, I mean, I buy it. In, I buy <laughs> it in you the made tin. it yourself. Well, I buy it in the tin and I make it. In the oh, 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 okay, okay. Yeah, I just don't use McDonald's water. Yeah, no. Yeah, I don't know if there's some magic in their water. <laughs> they probably buy a filter system. They probably shove it. vitamins in it. Mm. I don't use the filtered water here. No, sorry. It's coffee. Don't need to. It's coffee. It's coffee. <laughs> okay. Back to renders music. Yes, sir. So um, now that we have taxes figured out. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, tell See, us. I, I'm coming here to learn. Always learning. <laughs> Always learning. <laughs> um, what is renders music? Renders music is uh, my music production company. Um, I basically just wanted, um, well, as, as, a, as a music producer, I wanted a company name. And I went with Render's Music. Um, yeah. And it's, uh, I I primarily work out of my, my house. And lately I've been coming here to Two Bodies of Water to work with James and learn from him. And you track people here. <laughs> and uh, most of the, uh, and the editing and mixing I do at home as well as some, some other tracking on the side. And uh, yeah. Cool. What are you using? Uh, what DAW? For your DAW? Uh, Pro Tools, Pro Tools 11. Really? Is, yeah, it's what I've... I'm the only guy that's not using Pro Tools. It's not good. 
I had a guy give me shit, actually. He said, Glenn, it's the industry standard. You've got well, to jump that's, aboard. That's what I that's what I thought a few years ago. But the more that I've been learning, the more I'm finding out people are using lots all of, of all kinds of different stuff. Yeah. And and not just, you know, you know, different things for different reasons and, and yeah. uh and guys who who are you know been using Pro Tools for years are starting to try other things to see. Yeah, so. I won't go near Pro Tools. I, I have, yeah, and I hate it. I just things that take like five or six steps in Pro Tools for, for reasons I'm sure. Like, there's probably a good reason why. Yeah, it, it's like that. I don't know what it would be, yeah. but I'm sure there is. I can do in the DAW primarily that I use. In like two steps or three. So it's like, and I don't want to learn another DAW. Yeah, there's no, yeah. Reason, there's no reason to. I mean, like, yeah. um, Garrett, you and I have talked about um, talked about the concept of changing DAWs. Yeah. Right? And and it, it, it just comes down to... You'd be, there's, once not, what, there, there, there's no... There's no... There's no financial advantage to changing DAWs. Right? No. Like, like you already have make, it. I already own it. Yeah. yeah you're, you're not going to make more money by learning Logic or by learning um, Reaper or whatever. You're not going to make more money by doing that. And so if you're already, if you're already comfortable with what you're working in, you might as well stay. Yeah. yeah. And there's, uh, yeah. And, and there's always more to learn too. Like you were saying, the uh, <clears throat> Pro Tools can be good for comping and, and editing if you know the shortcuts. Yeah. So that's actually what I was trying to do last night nice. is watching videos and learning those ways of using the keyboard a little bit more effectively in Pro awesome. Tools. And it, it's good. Like it is definitely, and it's, it'll take time, but once you once you got it, get it, it is, uh, I mean, guys can guys can bang off edits and mixes pretty fast yeah. with it. Well, I, I read an interview with, and I, I, I don't remember the guy's name at all, yeah. but I read, a, read an interview with um, some big name producer who doesn't, he doesn't op himself. Like he, um, he engineers, no, he doesn't op. So he doesn't, he doesn't operate pro tools at all. Someone else does that for him. He hires someone specifically to run pro tools for him. And whether that's, whether that's sitting at the console, um, operating the console as well or not, but engineer his, his expectation is that this guy that I hire or girl, because he's hired girls too. Right. (laughs) Better be editing things on the fly. Oh yeah! While takes yeah. are happening, because if if you're not, you're wasting time. And huge, it needs to be. And that's 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 was uh, one of the things I want to work towards. Definitely mm-hmm. is 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 knowing, just knowing, and 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 but that's muscle memory. The whole yeah. yeah. But but things like things like that that makes it challenging in our situation. Right. And Glenn, I don't know how you feel about this too, but um, like <clears throat> in our situation we're often engineering and producing at the same time. Oh, totally. Yeah. Right? Which we're means, communicating with the artist. And, and which means we have to be paying attention. We can't be paying attention to the edit. We have to be paying attention to the performance. Right. And that's, that's the big reason why I, I don't, don't even, know how you do it. I don't even try <laughs> unless I'm, unless I'm at, you know, like take 39,000. Um, and I'm not even paying attention to the takes anymore. I'm waiting for them to be, happy with something that's why i think it's to have a traditional producer that it's just there whether it's to bring someone water or it's to just make or manage egos or whatever it is man to have that guy there i think it just it does the record good oh 100 that's i mean that's uh 
That was yeah. another another big discussion I've I've been having with uh, an artist that I've been working with is like he 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 went to recording school. He knows how to record. Yeah. He he has he has program, he has tools, he's he does live sound. Uh but he he knew that to get the record done, he wanted to work with someone and have someone kind of be at the helm of the ship yeah. so that he could be the he artist. Be the big artist. Per- yeah. Big Focus picture guy. Art. And that's yeah. a guy who's gone to school for it. Yeah. Probably, you know. Well, but those are those are those are sometimes the ones that, that get it the most or get it the best is like, they know what they're getting into. They know, they know the process. They know the technical side. They mm-hmm. know they need someone else. They, yeah, you totally do. Right. Like I, I, I was, I was recording my own, my own music to, uh, 90, when did I start? I did my first recording in 94. So yeah, I, I, I was recording my music, my own music for like 15 years before I finally started to understand that I need someone else to, and, 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 and that's, I mean, long term, that's what eventually led, led me to the, the studio. But, um, but it, like it, it, those are, those are the ones that, those are the ones that I think are the best at it, the best at understanding because you know, to school? not not necessarily gone to school, but they've they've done it. You've for tried it. You've tried it. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I mean, even with even with my own solo stuff. Um, yeah. Same deal. Like I I have three songs that I have not been finished for two years now. <laughs> what do you play? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I I play guitar and sing, and yeah, and I write songs, play play instruments. Do you, um, I love that. Songs, play instruments. <laughs> I write songs, play instruments, try to sing them. Where, where do people find your music? Yeah. On iTunes, Spotify, under SoundCloud, Garrett James. Uh, two R's, one T, Garrett James. Right. There's three Garrett James That's a out fake there. Name. Well, you know, there's there's uh there's a Garrett James in out of Brooklyn, and he sings way better than I do. He's he does like soul. He kind of looks like me, I think. And then there's a Garrett James out of Tennessee, and he's an awesome country guy. Nice. And but, what kind of what kind of music is yours? Um, are you you're not Monkey Love? Yeah, that's me, Monkey oh, Love. Monkey okay. Love, hell yeah. All right, Monkey Love. Cool. Yeah, right. it's actually those songs are more of a collection of songs that I had written with while that I was have still. Wings? Yeah, man, like the Wizard of Oz. Oh, uh, yeah. I was going to say that looks like the monkey from Wizard of Oz. Totally. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I actually had that idea in mind, and then I, I found that image and, and did some changes to it, but to avoid getting. I would, exactly. Yeah. I actually messaged the guy. Yeah. And he and apparently he was cool with everybody using it. So yeah. nice. I am um, I'll put this uh I'll put this link in the show notes. Sweet man. So people can find it. Um back to the studio. Yeah. What made you um <clears throat> what made you decide to start recording other people's music? Um like what insanity led you to that? <laughs> well <laughs> well, it, it was. I think it probably happened the same way it did with you, James. From the sounds of it, is uh, I was a musician and played in bands for many years, and sorry, <laughs> and in that process of being in a band, and uh, you know, you just slowly start to try to record, and it kind of snowballs, and uh, yeah, I and mean, everybody's coming to you, and then people start coming to you, yeah, yeah. and that that kind of happened. Still, when I was in, you know, in the band or in a band, and uh, um, yeah, we started to record other Were bands. Were you the guy with the gear? 
Yeah. Well, yeah. between a few of us, and I was yeah. the guy primarily with with that with most of the gear, but there was a few of us that kind of got into it and stuff like that. And then, um, and then my our first kind of stab at a studio was a th- in 2013. I started a basement studio with my brother, um, and uh, it's, it's still in the West End here. <clears throat> and um, yeah, we did a few projects there. Um, yeah, and then as soon as I moved to my new, I I moved houses, and and one of the one of the kind of dis- major decisions in in the house that we were moving to, uh, my wife and I was was uh, was the basement layout layout for a studio, and we kind of found the perfect place. So it's uh, that was last year. So we've actually only been there just over a year, and uh, it's been busy. There's been there's been people in and out every month. Everybody is uh, an artist. Everybody. Everybody is an artist. <laughs> There's lots of artists. <laughs> yeah. There's lots of really... Because uh, it wasn't that way in mid-90s. Is that right? Yeah, there wasn't. Well, that's good for us, I guess. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's a revolution. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I, it's good. People should be creative. Yeah. I, and I uh, I like, uh, everybody has something different to, op- different to offer, so it makes our job interesting. Yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah. I think everybody's trying to be themselves for the most part or doing yeah, the, something original. Honesty, that wasn't a thing in the 80s. That's yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you, you know, you say that, you say that now and I <clears throat> I'm like I was through the 80s and I know you were through the 80s yeah, too. Yeah. Um and Garrett, you were born at the end of the 80s, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, like Sorry, I didn't mean to bring age into it. Oh, it's okay. Um, but <laughs> I was born I in 1980. Like looking back, <laughs> knowing the things I know, yeah. I don't believe the 80s were any less honest than today. Like in, in fact, today I find I find there's more. I do more fixing of, or let's let's call it adding talent to musicians than I do anything else. Right, like, and and I know a lot of that happened in the '80s too. It wasn't as easy. It wasn't the, as easy, yeah. and the like the minimum entrance into the industry was a lot higher in the '80s or in the '90s. You just had to be naturally a lot better, naturally a lot more motivated to be able to accomplish anything. And nowadays, I don't even need to be able to sing my parts anymore. And I know this because I've done it for my own productions. Yeah. I don't even need to be able to sing my parts anymore. And I can make myself sound like I can sing and make people really impressed with yeah. my wow. quality of That's you? my quality of performance and my t- quote unquote air quotes talent. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, yeah. like today is we're, we're in an era where there is so much so much dishonesty uh-huh. in yeah, the way that in, in yeah. the way, the way that, in the way that right? it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's recorded, you know. And and I mean, I I know there was a lot more money in the in the eighties, yeah. Um, and there's so much less now, but we're just we're just in an era where it's it's completely accepted that you don't actually have to have any talent. Yeah, you can still sound well. Talent's only ten right. percent of it, anyways. But you have yeah. to have it. You have to have that there. It has to be there. I just don't feel like it's a, I don't feel like it's a, um, you know, talent certainly, talent certainly takes you to a higher level, but talent is no longer the, 
the minimum entry for for doing anything creatively. Right. True. But you're still not going to accomplish anything. I don't think. Unless you're not going to get any. Talent. You can make a. You can, well, I have. I have <laughs> two artists. On it, still pick. I have two artists that are on the radio. They're getting radio play right now. Uh-huh. One of them is getting international radio play. Brazil, the UK, Australia, Germany, and. Uh, yeah. You know, I, like he's. Is he listening? Um, his wife is. Sorry. <laughs> but no, I know what you're saying. You fly. You fly but, yeah. but that's the thing is, is, is that like, he's, he's become talented yeah. because he's seen how much work I've put into making him sound better. But on his, on his own, he wouldn't have been, right. he wouldn't have been, he wouldn't have made the cut. I mean, I don't think any of us would, but wouldn't have made the cut in the eighties. I see. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, which yeah. is kind of strange. Yeah, it's 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 uh, totally. Um, that being said, um, it's still it's still neat to see, even if there isn't that talent and ability to, uh, you know, to 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 lay your art down so perfectly or technically good. Um, so easily, so easily, yeah. Can there's we, still, there's still yeah. uniqueness. You don't and, need a razor blade and, or anything. Yeah, and 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 realness in a lot of people that can't though. So it's still, it's still good in that sense that those people can still, you know, even if they don't even have the time to to really put in, you know, practice or or get to that level that some people get to, which takes a lot of work. Yeah, right. You know, they can. It's still, it's still meaningful to them and to the people that want to listen to it. Yeah. And that's fair. Totally. That's fair. Yeah. Um, it's like, it's like, uh, well, I mean, you could be, there's like a, like a hobbyist artist. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be, you know, somebody gets a lot of satisfaction out of painting and that's what they do. And they like to show their friends and their family and stuff like that. But they're not like, you know, they're not like amazing. Um, musicians it's easier for them to do that nowadays and you know and still have something that's you know listenable right <laughs> you know mm-hmm. <laughs> all right <laughs> yeah you know for i'm just some looking people, at the bright side that's all i, I don't know though <laughs> the bright side of all the <laughs> mr positivity yeah because <laughs> I, I know there i know a producer uh cute there he he you sure you want to use names? Yeah, no, I don't. As a matter of fact, I'm going to retract, <laughs> and I'm going to get another coffee. That will be an edit. Oh no, you, you can't. You can't leave in the middle of a story. But I, I'm. It's he, not, he's retracting. But it's you're going to tell a story. I don't know the story. Yeah, yeah, but you're going to tell one of your stories. I'm retracting. I'm. I'm. You're running away to get coffee. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, then, Garrett, let's go back so, to you. All right, sure. <laughs> what, what about me? <laughs> um, yeah. How are you finding? Um, well, I, I guess you are, you actually already answered this. Go ahead, Glenn. Yeah, you're all good. Um, you uh, you said you're working with with um, with people every month. Yeah. Um, are you starting to see? Uh, a reasonable income from the music that you're working on? You know what? Um, this last year I have put myself up for doing a lot of free work 
and next to free work just to get my name out there. Right. Uh, name out there and mostly for experience uh, building portfolio and for um, just for learning purposes too. So I, um, I, I'm kind of getting to the threshold where um, um, I'm getting kind of past a lot of the, the free work that I've promised and done <laughs> and <laughs> right. I'm totally happy to do it. And I pro and I will continue to do certain things, um, you know, for, for my own, just like consistent release purposes or whatnot. Uh, but, <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, a at this point, it's a decent supplementary income. Nice. To, uh, yeah. To, to the air quotes day job, right? What's up? To the day job. The day job. Not that it's a day job, but a supplementary income, household income. Like, oh, you have yeah. a civilian yeah. job? <laughs> a civilian job. My wife does. <laughs> My wife has a job, makes, makes a lot more money than I would have made in my previous day job. So, right. I don't have a day job. This is my full time job. Did you, um, did you leave the other job? My last job? My last full time job was a terrible job. It's, it's, it's fine, Glenn. Just leave it. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Your last full-time job was a terrible job. Yeah. I really think that not doing whatever the hell you want to do really sucks. It does. It's suck. brutal, man. It's brutal. <laughs> it is. It's a hell. It's, so uh, that <laughs> goes out to, uh, the, to all the uh, to all the kids out there. Get to a point where you can do what you want to do, as long as it's good for the world. Yeah. yeah <laughs> right? <laughs> but, uh, yeah. No, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't work... Um, the last, the last job I had, well, I worked, I was in the trucking industry. So I basically, I was a driver for, for a few years. You know, I mean, when you're doing something that you really, really are passionate about, yeah. like, I mean, uh, you know, I stay up late, 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 late. I work, 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 work. And like folks are like, wow, you know, he's got a work ethic that we never knew about, but it's only doing because, music yeah, like right that's what you yeah that's exactly. the only th thing that I'm oh totally it's a treat like like i uh i'll plan you know i if, if i'm like wow yeah like i got like six hours tonight all to myself like yeah. that's i'm just gonna work like i feel lucky for that yeah you know so yeah, yeah. still don't get anything done but <laughs> yeah. i'm well, working hard you have well yeah <laughs> If you're not getting anything done, but no, you're I'm hard, getting some. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's it's. I mean, it's all learning for me too. I'm still very very new, and that you never stop learning too. No, I realize that, but I, I still have a long ways to go. Uh, so, it's it's one and the same: working slash learning. Right in audio, I don't think it ever stops. No, it never stops because yeah. it always changes. It always changes, and it's. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think, I think it's a it's kind of an, an art in itself that you discover what your niche and purpose is and yep. what you're good at. Right. right. And then you get better at that. Maybe I'll figure out that I'm actually a way better hip hop producer than I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, whatever. So, but, and then that's, that's what I would want to pursue if that's, you know, the way that things go. But yeah. I could go out on a limb and say something, but I'll sound really strange if I say it. Well, no, go ahead. Say it. Do it. This is the point. Yeah. This is the point to be, sound strange. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think that the music itself, like if you let it lead, 
it will show you. Yeah. Or she will oh, show no. you. Yeah. That, it's it's kind of, people, of an odd thing to say. A lot of people follow that that edict, though. Some people don't, though, and they look uh, at me funny. Uh, yeah, well, I, <laughs> I think I think you can you can take both sides of that and be right. Right. Um, I used to work one of the bands that I was in um, that had the most success. At least, I'm going back to the '90s, so bear with me. Um, but the the bass player in the band who was one of the stronger personalities he firmly believed that you follow where the music takes you and if that takes you in that direction and you didn't want to go in that direction you follow it because the music is the thing you need to serve um and i was like that for a long time you got something to say on that oh totally i i totally agree with that and i think sometimes that is a spontaneous thing that the music's following you but sometimes at the same time i think sometimes the music and the idea is here already too and sometimes that it's like like if you have a a a, a vision or you're hearing what it should sound like mm-hmm. and it's uh i think you need to follow that too i think that's yeah. the same thing it's just a different timeline it's not it's one of the things that i started thinking or i started um yeah thinking i guess um Probably around 2003, 2004, I started not not letting the music lead me as exclusively. Yeah. And I started I started intentionally leading the music somewhere. I want to write a song about this. Right. Right. I want this song. The, the, the music is telling me to go that way, but I don't want it to go that way. I want it to go this way instead. Yeah. I want not to, because you're a control freak. Uh, well, part of it was that, though. Okay, okay. Um, part of it was saying, I want to be in control. I want to I want to understand how to have control. Right. And I still, I still have times where I let the music just completely direct where things are going. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I do a lot of co-writing with people, and I can't let the music do, go. Yeah. I, I can't let the music lead because someone's hiring me to write mm-hmm. with them and they want to be going in they want to be going in a direction that sounds like Mumford and Sons right or they want to be going in a Alicia Keys or John Legend or whatever and so I have to be able to I have to be able to to control that Rain to go in, in that direction to see yeah yeah and I think that's I think that's equally as important right that, yeah when you're working with someone and you're on having to be on the same page yeah yeah or, or more often the case is they don't understand songwriting, but they have these ideas and they need someone who has the skill to take them where they want them to end up. Right. Um, I worked with, I worked with one girl that ended up, she ended up not being willing to put in the amount of work that was required, but she wanted to write a, write an album that had the, that had that kind of a, you know, of mice and men kind of feel, but be poppy at the same time and have this country influence as uh, well. And we were, you know, I have, I have about eight songs sitting on my computer of, of demos that we've, that we've done of, of these songs going specifically in that direction. And I don't like, I don't like at least four of those three genres. So, <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. but it, but it, it was, it was, that's what, I, that's what was asked of me. Right. Mm-hmm. 
put in the time to take these songs in that direction. Yeah. You know? And, and it would have turned out good if she was more motivated. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think, uh, for, yeah, for me, I, I, I feel like I, I always have control over it, but it's not like, um, uh, it's still, it's still, the music's still dictating it because the initial idea of what the music was, was already like almost laid out and then it's just doing the work almost. Right. But that's me. And that's me working by myself, working with other people. I definitely know the dynamic of, you know, experience mm-hmm. that dynamic of, of trying to control it and have an idea of we want to do this. So then, but I haven't done that in a while, but yeah. That's fair. Yeah. What if you were to like set up some kind of a capture on rehearsal spaces? How many like artists like and rehearsal spaces, like they'd be jamming out like pretty close to the same song? Like I'm just, <laughs> I have a theory. I, I bet you I'm wrong, but I might not be. And you could test it. But well, I'm done. well, there's only 12 notes, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Let's not even get into yeah, the okay. Eastern no, scales. Yeah. Yeah. Um, get into the what? Eastern scales? Yeah. Uh, 24. Yeah. Well, there you go. They have quarter notes. Um, you and I haven't talked about this, but yeah. I used to have a German um, intern yeah. that came here to work with an Arab artist. And he was from Syria originally, but yeah. mostly grew up in Germany. And worked exclusively in the... In, in an Eastern scale. Oh, cool. Uh, and, and he was, as it turned out, I didn't find out about this until much later, but he, he was pretty famous in the, in the Eastern pop music circles in Europe oh. uh, and a beautiful piano player, like one of the most, one of the most delicate touches. I loved listening to him play, but um, he and I, for three and a half months, we would, cause I, I tried to keep an open mind I know I don't like Eastern music, but why? You know, and, and he, he he loved the opportunity to expose me to a lot and to have great conversations about it. It turns out entirely that because I was raised in a 12-note scale, all of his quarter notes, the in, in between our 12 notes, they all sound flat or sharp. Totally. And just just without fail. And so it, it's it's easier now that I've gone through that process, but... It was it was such a struggle to work in a work in twelve in a twenty four note scale because it sounded wrong to you. Well, yeah, yeah, and 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 now even now when I listen to it, there's do they have did, is is the is there harmonies? Do they try to harmonize with that kind of intervals? Yeah, wow. <laughs> See, that would be the kind of thing that would. Probably, yeah, right. Yeah, I can and, understand scales, but and they still have they still have a lot of instruments that are based on a twelve note scale, right? But a lot of their a, a lot of other instruments are, you know, vocals especially, yeah. um, stringed instruments, uh, and notes, other in the notes, yeah, yeah, and yeah. and it's just awkward, yeah. just so awkward, <laughs> awkward. <laughs> well, that's really because is. you didn't grow up listening to it uh, everywhere, yeah. like yeah. everywhere. So yeah, neither did I. Use the washroom real quick. So, oh yeah, I yeah, would. Sure. I would. Uh, I would. Think Do you want us to pause and wait for you? like <laughs> sorry too much coffee yeah yeah it's all good um glenn let's take a moment to um to talk through uh what you're coming on today 
Well, Did you I'm, have a reason? I'm coming here because uh, uh, you like the coffee. I just I I, I love the coffee, James. <laughs> it's it's the coffee. It is really. good. I had a second cup today. It's Today's so podcast is brought to you by Mick Cafe, Mick the Cafe. only coffee James knows how to make. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I had a I had a motivation for a brief time to go with a more air quotes environmental coffee. Um, uh, and I just got to be honest, I couldn't find it anywhere. It was a particular brand of coffee that I wanted and I just couldn't find it anywhere. Like, uh, like one of those, uh, uh well, it makes yeah, fair trade. Right. And uh, people got paid that made and, this. Yeah. And, you know, no children were involved. Well, I don't know. Shit. If children want to make money, I'm, yeah. I say let them, but, I, you know, why not? But as long as they're not being taken advantage of. Right. Right. Um, and that's what the sticker proved. Yeah. Anyway, um, so I'll stick with the Mint Cafe for the time being. Um, uh, you know what? <clears throat> Garrett doesn't geek out about this stuff like I do, but um, I there is a uh, the Citadel Theater. Mm. They've just sold their forty-eight channel Crest console, mm-hmm. but the guy that bought it, he was forced into buying it, and so he doesn't actually want it, and so it's up for sale now. Are you interested? Yes. Yeah? Well... Depends on the price, I know, but... Yeah, yeah. Are you interested, Garrett, are you interested in a um, 48 channel console? Uh, uh, similar to size to this thing? How much? I, I don't know yet. I, <laughs> I, I'm still looking. A Soundcraft? It, not a Soundcraft. It's a Crest. Crest Audio. It was, it, was a, it was an old professional line that PV bought a decade ago. Hmm. And it was sitting in... Uh, the Citadel Theater. It was the Citadel Theater's one of their which um, one main consoles, the Crest. No, I know, I know which 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 I don't theater. Know. You don't which know. Theater? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> would you be able to fit it into your basement? Forty-eight would, channels. How many channels it, is this? This is forty-eight. It would it would be literally the same size. Yeah. No. No, it wouldn't fit. Fair enough. No. You know, I would park it at Blackbox. <laughs> Why? He just got a Lafont. Yeah, but he, you know where he put it. Yeah, he put it in that that, that second that room. That side room. But I thought I thought the point He's, was to make to make the control room into another tracking space too. Yeah, well, that's where I would put it. But that's oh, he's where, got the, he's got this. You no, know, he stood it up. No one's bought it yet. The Soundcraft. Yeah, he wants yeah. me to buy it, but it's like yeah, but he wants I don't ten need grand it. for it. Yeah, I know he wants way too much. So um, mm. one of the other studios in town. Um, do you know Steve McGonigal? No, from which uh, studio? Black Box Studio. I've heard of Black box yeah right so he, he over the last four years he's had like flood after flood after flood and oh. it's basically just tanked his business uh he's a rehearsal space too he's yeah, got a rehearsal that's space right there, i know yeah. some guys that rehearse there i think uh, yeah. yeah cool wicked bass player yeah mm. he's a wonderful bass player um anyway so so he he bought a canadian made lafont console um to replace his old from the 80s uh, Soundcraft, yeah. which was one of the first consoles to have onboard automation. Oh, and cool. 6.1. 6.1 yeah. surround and yeah. all that kind surround. of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so this new console is not new by any stretch of the imagination. It was also a made in the 80s um, console, but it was the con- the console that mixed the Titanic movie. Right? <laughs> yeah. At, yeah, at, a at, bunch um, of- what what is it? What is George Lucas? George uh, Lucas Skywalker Skywalker Sound. Skywalker Sound it came right out of that studio. It came right, and where was that studio? 
Uh, uh, Los I Angeles. Think I think he's no, 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 no. He's in like Nevada or something. Oh, Skywalker right. Sound. Yeah. Skywalker yeah, Sound. Yeah, you're right. It it, it is. So George Lucas, the Star Wars. So yeah. George Lucas has stu- he owns that studio. He, I, I, it might have been bought by Disney in the whole. Right, Lucas. Yeah, but yeah, Lucas's. But they, hands they, they were did. They, on they it. did the sound for Titanic and yeah. probably lots of other movies. Yeah, lots of other. movies. That's cool. Yeah, mm. that's awesome. Anyway, so so it's it's uh, it's Steve at Black Box that bought that console. Anyway, yeah. it was a twenty thousand dollar, or no, it was it was fifteen thousand dollar American, sixteen American, something like that. Yeah, um, and Steve drove down to Arizona to load it up into a truck and bring it back. <laughs> nice. And, and then, and, and then he, then he spent, then he spent four months restoring it <clears throat> or, or installing it or something. Right. Yeah. Um, anyway, Still so, allowed it, so he, he also changed the location of his control room to, yeah, I, I haven't been there since. So, so it's been flooded. Y- yeah. Well, well, he's had a, a series of, Floods, I think. Yeah, he had uh, he had three floods in uh, four years. I just feel so bad. Yeah. And oh. they weren't they weren't like little tiny spills of water. They were like, you know, I, I think the worst he's one was around like, downtown, isn't he? He's he's on the corner of White Ave and 99th Street. Oh, okay. Underneath uh, underneath the porn sh- underneath the uh, the porn shop. Yeah, the basement right, there. Right, right, yeah. right, right. That's or oh. or the subway. So Strathcona. Yeah, I've never lived there, but. Yeah, I've been in areas of the city that the basements flood. Yeah, it sucks. No. Yeah. Anyway, so Glenn was suggesting that he wants to he wants to buy this this Crest console and store it at Black Box, oh. but Black Box just got this Lafont console. Yeah, makes no they, sense. It, does it? Yeah, makes no sense. I, mean, I know, but I like you know I like. But then you got to take it up and down the stairs, and like, yeah, no, this no. is four hundred dollar for four hundred pound console. I, I got to remember my limitations, and I got to remember I don't like dealing with all the egos anymore. I just sit at home and master. <laughs> then I don't have to deal with anybody, really. Unless it's like they want to be there. Yeah. Like with uh, West, hmm. he wants, I think he wants to be here like a couple of days Fair or whatever. Enough. It's so. going gonna, it's gonna to cost him a lot more to do it one song at a time. Uh, I tried, yeah. Uh, I, You know, there's something weird going. I got hacked, eh? And yeah, yeah, yeah I got hacked. That. But last week. Again? A week ago today, but I know who it is. Oh yeah, let's not go down. Yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. No, we're not gonna. Yeah, I know who it is. Um, it's one per- person actually. Anyway, so yeah, anyways, yeah, yeah. We took the opportunity while you were away, away to um, to geek out about gear, but we didn't finish. Cool. And That's good. I'm not very good at geeking out. I bought a console that I didn't need. <laughs> That's one of my. It's Did my, you? Like in my mind, I bought that one from the Citadel. Oh, you which did, is just a dumb idea. That's why I come to you for advice all the time. Fair enough. I don't always listen. Fair enough. But it's true you don't. No, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> and it cost me last last year. I had I got an opportunity to do you open remember, a little. Do you remember the old Velveteen space? Yes, Power Sound. Um, yeah, but before before he was there, he was on White Ave. Uh, Brad, no, I never yeah. went there. But but you you know about boats where it is, right? Yeah. So Glenn and some kid and I, Colton, yeah, Colton, Colton. Um, went in together on the rental of that space from Brad. Yes, you got to walk through a through another business to get to this right. space. Yeah, uh, which right away I should have. Well, but whatever. Yeah. Anyway, I I advised him strongly against it. Yeah. Unless he could be there solo by himself, yeah. and then it just it turned into a. 
it just turned into not an agreeable situation. Right. Which cost Glenn a lot of money. Oh shit. Yeah. 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 Dang. Yeah. I know some people had recorded there, but yeah, I never made it over there. Actually, you know what? I saw, I, uh, I saw Brad. Hmm. On White Ave the other day, we took a stroll. Yeah, I said, oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, it was funny. Yeah, <laughs> I turned around and looked. I said, "Hey, there's Brad Smith. Brad, Brad's awesome. <laughs> he like, engineered a couple albums that I did with, with my band, and yeah. So he's just telling me about his new. Brad space. Smith or Brad Simons? Brad Smith. Okay, because oh. Brad Smith um, wasn't the guy from Velveteen Audio. It was Brad no. Simons? No, Brad Smith is in Velveteen now. He's in Velveteen now. Yeah, yeah. I know Brad Smith. Uh, I, I know him from uh, his Sound Extractor days. Oh yeah. And Ohm Productions, yeah, I think is his thing. Uh, oh my! I've right. lost a handful of clients to him. Oh, was that right? Yeah. One of one I've of which met. was because he was closer, <laughs> closer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it's getting to that point, isn't it? Where there's a studio on every freaking corner. Well, uh, having a, a hey, we're we're Seven Eleven, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know that two hundred dollar a day one like one song two hundred bucks. We were talking about. Uh, like on the weekend or whatever downtime, um, two hundred bucks, and you get your master at the end of the session. Yeah. I just—it's percolating in my brain, and I think I'm going to run with it, James. You're going to run with what? It's my promotion. Yeah, well, I know it's your promotion. What, what, what are you but, supposed to run with? Well, the other side of it, if they want an engineer, right, and they want they want me to come in, then hmm. then I just tack on my. See now, see now. No, I, I misunderstood. Now, this is the thing: is is that two hundred dollars? And it, did we talk about this, Gary? I think you might have mentioned this. Yeah. Yeah. So that only the covers. deal is the deal is I am entirely in control okay. of the production of the um, the situation. Right. Right. So there is setup time, mm-hmm. performance time, hundred percent live then I mix and I master, but I'm in control of that process the entire time so that, oh, so that yeah. I can control how much time is, how much spent. time is actually spent. Should be like, nope, nope. That's <laughs> like, we're, we're moving on. Let's go. Like, well, that's, that's generally the idea, right? Yeah, like, yeah. like I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be super strict about it, yeah. but I also, there's Going also, there's also an addendum, an addendum to that is the, if you're doing less than three songs, or if you're doing one or two songs, there's a hundred dollar setup fee. Right. Yep. Right. At the point of three songs, I'll eat the setup time. I'm 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 fine with that. Like if we're if we're doing if we're doing three songs, I'll you know, all at the same time. Oh, I see. Oh yeah, yeah, then yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. eat the setup time because we're only doing one setup for yeah. three songs. But yeah. but if if we're not, then uh, uh was this your analog mix? Two? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was going to do an analog mix yeah. and then, and then that way just, master. yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That'd be sweet. Yeah. And, and it, it'll be a lot of fun. I've, I've already had, um, two bands sign up for it. So sweet. We're just negotiating on, on the when. And you know what? And I, from my experience of doing the last couple live sessions, last few live sessions. Uh, like, yeah. With the, for, with for tonight. That was uh, fantastic. With for tonight. Yeah. With for tonight with Rebecca Lapa, uh, Spanish flies. We did one, um, Desperado pilots at the, yep. for their band of the month. Um, frick, you get some awesome stuff off yeah. live, live know, stuff right? with yeah. the good bands playing live. Yeah. Even if it's not perfect, I mean like, the, you know, they get concerned about, Oh, I messed up there. messed up. And you're like, man, it doesn't, doesn't matter. Freaking matter. You know, I still, <laughs> I, and as a producer, you don't have to worry about editing. Uh, you know, just, just, just doing a few little different things in your mix differently. And then sometimes it's just awesome. 
I think what happens to the bands, because, you know, we've all been in bands. I think if they, if they know they're going in and it's, you've said, be prepared, be tight. If you no, told them that, yeah. If, yeah. You, if you told them that. Yeah. I think the ones that do do their work, their homework, come in and they get the end of the day, everybody's happy. You know? Yeah. 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 Well, and, and, and that's the, that's been the stickler point for me is I've, I've had some calls from bands that are interested until they realize I'm strict with the actual live thing, right? Yeah. 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 Right. Totally. And, and, uh, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, no. I was just they, like, they, they get turned off by the idea that their performance is going to dictate how it sounds, right? <laughs> they get turned off by that? Like, That goes back to our earlier conversation yeah. about things being fake or not, yeah. right? But it's going to sound really good because it's going to be in a studio with, you know, you... you but it's not going to sound good if they can't play well. Right. No. That's the that's the thing, right? And and that's where that's where I lose a lot of the bands is... Is like, will you will you be able to time edit my drums? I'm no, like, well, no. if, if if there's a hit or two off, then maybe we can do something. Yeah. But but if you can't play, if, if you can't, can't play in time, time, then no, that's not part of it. Yeah. You know, can you yeah. pitch correct my voice? Well, you know, maybe if there's a note off here and there, sure, maybe we, we could probably do something. But if you need, if you can't sing, then that's not part of this. Yeah. Right? yeah. This is this is for people who can't afford it, but are willing to put in the work to sound good on their own. Totally, yeah, yeah totally. I think I think um, really good artists sometimes underestimate that fact too that they do sound good without having to, you know, yeah. multi-track. They don't they they don't understand that that it does sound good, and you did mess up, and it's not perfect, and whatever. But artists can be really but, tough but, on but, themselves. But this yeah. performance that you did. People will hear it and they'll be, they'll be impressed. Do you remember um, Maria Filipos? You worked with her, yeah, right, yeah, amazing singer, right? yeah. I did uh, her seven song, um, so good EP, and nice. it sounds great, yeah. But it sounded even better before she made me pitch correct everything, totally, because she had right? she had this, and and her and I have have argued on this show about it, yeah. Um, so I don't feel bad bringing up her name, because yeah. she's so amazing and she's going to have so much success with everything she does, but. Yeah. I finished the first round of mixes and I knew there were some mix things that I wanted to fix after I sent them off to her. Cause there always are. Right. Yeah. But most of her comments came back. Can you fix this, this um, vocal thing? Can you fix this vocal thing? Can you yeah. tune this vocal thing? Can you reduce the vibrato here? Oh, yeah. oh, and, yeah. and, and, and her, and we went through seven rounds of revisions yeah. almost exclusively on the vocals. Yeah. And her vocal performance went from being, what I would call legendary, like it yeah, was, yeah. Mm-hmm. it was so good yeah. to being just really good. Yeah. And, and I mean, the, like the finished product sounds good. I'm really proud of it. It's, it, it's one of my favorite records still that I've made, but it had this next level in the, in her, just the way she naturally sounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God. Oh, I, I know. Uh, I still have I still have some of those early some of those early mixes, and I still listen to them instead of the finished the canned version. The, the well, the mastered versions, yeah. Because yeah, they're, geez, there you yeah, go. There we are. So that's Dude, the end of there's your Eastern. Garrett, school. we barely covered anything. <laughs> no, that's all right. We covered lots, of right? But thanks so much for being here, Thank Glenn. You. Thanks, thanks for, for showing up hey, last minute. We'll get um, we'll get all your stuff up online so people can find you. Oh, that'll be awesome. Okay, man. see ya. See ya.
Boy. Oh, I'm three minutes early. Seconds. Follow our hosts on Twitter at Two Bodies of Water. You got that mic in a comfortable spot yet? I'm still working on it. At Joey R. Engineer. I can't even talk. I don't remember what my point was. This is a boring podcast. Um, I realize at the end of this, we didn't introduce ourselves. On to the internet you go. Go switch off.